Good evening, and welcome to Karl Barks Does the Washing Up, where, where we ponder ludicrous metaphysical nonsense in the time it takes to make five Tesco's basic micro, microwave meals. Which is around 21 minutes. Yeah, it is indeed. Uh, I'm Shai Telly. And I'm Ilias Sam. And today we're going to talk about uh, the afterlife, right? The afterlife? The afterlife. Not our current life? We can talk about our current life and how it affects the life that was or isn't or shall be. So the past life as well. Okay, I like that. I like like, that. So do you, believe, do you believe that you've had a past life? Most definitely. Do you not? Uh, sure. Yeah? I don't know. Most definitely? Yeah, for sure. Wait, oh, there's no doubt. Okay. Yeah, well, this, well, isn't well, the well, only, uh, this isn't the only incarnation of myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe um, this is the best version of it. Because you were a cough. I was a cough in my previous life. Oh, really? Yeah. And previous to that, I think I was maybe a bug. Maybe an insect. An insect. Of some sort. What do you think? So do you, do you think there's like ascensions to um, what you are? No, I don't think there's ascension and dissension. I think it's a random lottery. Okay, but like, like a, being a bug is as good as being a human. You don't think so? No, I don't know. I just like, I think there's many traditions that say that there's like a sort of ascension of species. Yeah, but that, I think that ascension of species is deep rooted in trying to get people to do things based on that religion, right? Yeah, yeah, and trying to say that if you're a good person, then yeah, you'll be exactly. reincarnated as a yeah. cow or rhino rather than a bug. Yeah, whereas what I think, uh, what I think, what we do in this life is independent, is completely independent of what. Well, so it has yeah. no effect on. That. It has no effect. Yeah, yeah. But know. then, do things that we do in this life have effect on things that we do in this life? Or is everything, <laughs> or is everything just? Or is everything fatalistic? Everything. Right? Yeah, that's but. Uh, but actually, that depends. Do you believe in fate or coincidence? Or do you believe in pre- everything's predetermined or do we have free will? Yeah. But then that's like a boring discussion that everyone's been having since the dawn of time. Yeah, that's true. But that's it's like, I feel like this is the discussion that underlays everything. Like, this puts yeah. everything into question. Like, as soon as you start, like, making any decision, if you can't accept a notion that, like, if we say that we live in a fatalistic universe and there is no free will, then it's just like everything becomes mute. Right, legal systems become mute. Uh, morality becomes mute. Like, um, you know, what we eat becomes mute. Everything is just like nonsense. Because if it's already all predetermined and all set out, then there's no point in having like doing anything. So, but most people exist in that middle ground, right, where they believe in fate, but they also believe in free will. I'm not and sure how many in... people believe in fate, though. Like, I think, really? I think it's really, like, really hard to come by somebody who doesn't believe in free will. Like, if they believe in it, like, intellectually, they don't believe in it, like, viscerally, like, physically. Yeah, that's true. They don't because they still, they still life, think right? about the sandwich they yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'd be impossible to live a life if you didn't yeah. believe in free will. And even if we, yeah. we live in a fatalistic universe, it may be kind of determined that we believe we have free will. You know people who are strongly against fate? Who strongly disbelieve in fate? Well, yeah, a lot of like people who consider themselves hyper rationalists and like scientists just think that you know that's a very like pseudo spiritual idea, which is kind of we don't know um, anyone like that. Though. We don't. No, 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 no. no. Well, do you believe in fate? Really? So I, I believe in this kind of um, kind of co-creative. Uh, interplay between the self and environment okay. and it is kind of like this interaction between um yeah between us and an external force and we can call that external force environment we can call it god or whatever and it doesn't have to be a spiritual thing it's just that destiny is like uh this co-creation of time 
But right. uh, does your your destiny changes with every free will decision that you make, right? Or is it? Well, bizarre? I think like the decisions are sculpted. Like the things that we do are sculpted by the by an in, by an interplay between the self and the environment. I think generally this notion of free will and determinism and everything is too binary, and we try and we try and separate the self from its environment and say either one overpowers the other or the other overpowers. Okay, that one. You know. No, I think it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But do you think that your destiny in this life, and if you achieve that destiny, will affect what you do in the next life? So I have no idea about the next life, what the next life is. This is just well, a very well, like, baffling concept to me. Well, is the afterlife different to the next life? So is the afterlife well, everything somewhere... is different from everything else. Sorry. <laughs> so it's definitely going to... Oh, no, no, no. I but you said we... no, you could be in like the theory of recurrence. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Is it exactly the same repeated over? Yeah, exactly. Are we in this eternal loop of banality? Ex- well, ah. why is it banality, though? We're yeah, having so much like... fun, though, right? We're living a great life. Yeah, that's true. Why would you define would, it okay, as banality? So, but would you want to live this constantly again and again? Why, would I know that I'm living it again and again? again. With, okay, so if, if you were conscious, would you want it? Yeah, why not? Okay, that's good. Yeah, you masturbate every day. Like, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've made some very questionable decisions, but would I make them again? I mean, I probably would. Would you? Yeah, you definitely would. What I about would. you? No, you no, wouldn't. No, I learn. I get why you learn. Time. Yeah, 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 but how do you define? You, you, this has never happened to you. <laughs> but if you learn, learning from mistakes is very plebeian of you. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just repeat the same mistakes over and over again? Well, because um, Wait, I, haven't made, I haven't acknowledged the mistake in doing so. <laughs> yeah. No, but if you're learning from one mistake that you made, that's a very poor. Uh, so, it's so arbitrary and so linear. Yeah, so exactly. Like, right, yeah, you've yeah. got to make the same mistake at least ten times, and then you've got to like a proper data. Yeah, because like we said in the past, uh, repetition is the path to enlightenment. Exactly. So only once we continue to you know make mistakes an infinite number of times can we like enter into the metaphysical abyss. But I think that's the most profound thing you've ever said. <laughs> Do you that's not... because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like the first mistake of this uh, today. <laughs> no, but I think it's completely true. People only make one mistake and then they think that they need to change their lives as a result of it. But you really need to make that mistake several times before you decide to change your life. And also, I think we, the, you know, like, we have this idea that... So we learn from experience. But we also yes. think that like, like, this behavior, we don't take into account the environment and the variables that, yeah. are, that are surrounding exactly. a behavior. Well, and so we're like, well, we shouldn't do this again because it caused this reaction. No, but this but that's behavior only caused this reaction within this like, Context, set of cir- right? circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but a very specific set of circumstances. Yeah, and I think this is where a lot of anxiety comes from yeah. as well, is because we think um, we do A and it creates B and we don't like B, so we get scared about and then we doing A. a. Right. Yeah, we change yeah. A, or we get scared around A. Yeah. If I do A, B will happen. If I do A, B will exactly. happen. But then we... But B might have happened because C was C was happening. But then, do you think that we should live a life without acknowledging B? So we just do A without acknowledging what will happen. Because I think that's how I live my life. No, right? I, it's I, very I, chaotic. I think it's... it's very without repercussion. <laughs> right? Yeah, but I think yeah. we can still like observe things and learn from them, but just not like create sort of um, anxiety, right? Yeah, and but so definitive, fixated like. Um, ideas of reality. So, uh, A gives uh, birth to B. We should and it say won't always, right? Yeah, yeah. We won't always. and we get so like because we find it hard to deal with an uncertainty. So we kind of find it easier to deal with an unpleasant certainty than an uncertainty. So we subscribe to an unpleasant certainty, so like that, the afterlife. 
Yeah, like the afterlife. I think yeah. I think a lot of these people people can't deal with the emptiness, so we create yeah. like a very meticulously scored out thing. Forty uh, nine virgins. Yeah, seventy two, right? Seventy two virgins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, depending on you know your um, <laughs> penis size or <laughs> how much you can handle. <laughs> but to me, that sounds like a complete nightmare. Like, I, yeah, I, for I sure. Can't Why would it. I want to please that many people? Yeah, yeah, That's it seems like possible. Seems like fucking like infinite bureaucracy. I cannot. Go yeah, with that. but uh, maybe in that version of heaven, you never get tired. You don't need to sleep. Everyone's very well managed. Maybe there's a clock. Maybe there's a lot of things going on. That's Maybe true. there's but a but time. Nobody's really explained this. This is the first time I'm hearing about the clock. Yeah, but uh, we don't really come into contact with the people that believe that. Like, who would we ask? Yeah. Right. Wait. That's true. So this is a problem. Firstly, we're coming into contact with the wrong people, or not enough of the not what? enough people. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're waiting. We're waiting till the afterlife. No, but this is it. We we're just, hoping that, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whilst like swimming with the, one of the seventy-two virgins, we'll yeah, be able yeah. to discuss free will and sort of, you know. Well, maybe this is our issue. We just spend time with each other. We're not meeting enough people. But this is why we're doing the podcast because people may want to meet us as a result of doing this podcast. I don't think that's likely. You don't think that's likely? Well, they'll want they'll hear this, yeah, these, then, these words, yeah. and then like reach out to us. But maybe they want to action. You know, I said that people need to make the same mistakes over and over again oh, before yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And meeting us is definitely a mistake. But hopefully, it'll be one that they want to do repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we have so many friends. We have friends. <laughs> we don't have any friends. <laughs> no, we do because we have. We, there's a lot of people in our life willing to make the same mistakes over and over again. That's very true. And, and maybe if, this is love. Like we were talking about love before, but like maybe love is just the consistent commitment to making the same mistake. Every day. Or maybe when we publicize our podcast, we can say, you know, it's a series of seven podcasts. It's seven mistakes. And then we realize after the seventh one that we should stop doing it. Yeah, but we realized that at the beginning. We already knew that. No, these podcasts are the greatest thing on on iTunes. Yeah, but we know that. But that's only because um, we know it's a mistake. But everybody else is a mistake as well. (laughs) They are mistakes. Yeah, yeah there was, it was a mistake for whoever's listening to this to turn on their phone. It was a mistake for them to tune into us. It was a mistake for us to talk about anything. So at what and point this whole world learn... is probably a mistake. So at what point did they learn their lesson? Like God was just sharpening his pencil. <laughs> and then like, it was And burned. this just happened. <laughs> right. So in the way that I'm so sure that I had a past life, you seem to be completely unsure. I'm completely unsure about everything, but especially death. We're not talking about death. Oh, well, the afterlife. Yeah. And you know what's, what's also kind of crazy? Why do you need to die to access the afterlife? Oh, yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, that's surely like an incredible misconception. Yeah. Yeah, why do you need to die to access the afterlife? So what do you need? You just need like a, like a really good bottle of popcorn or something. <laughs> but maybe that's why people do uh, hallucinogenic drugs, right? Maybe so that's can... a gateway or, you know, maybe spirituality. So you can go to the afterlife and return. Yeah, maybe spirituality is to try and access the afterlife, right? Yeah, no, I think that's true. Yeah. But they're, well, they're trying to achieve that kind of infinite ocean. And I think, so I do have a notion of the afterlife, but I do think it's this kind of like oneness with... The nothingness, right? In which we kind of lose our form and we lose ourself and we're like returned to our and you uh, think, essential being. So you think that's what the afterlife is? 
I mean, it's like probably the closest thing I have to like uh, being able to say something on that. Um, but that can that, you know, like, but then that oneness can be achieved in your life. Yeah, I think so. And we achieve it in moments, and then um, oh, but in the afterlife, it's just a constant, right? It's not just a fleeting moment. Yeah, yeah. it's like an actual constant. It's like a baseline. Yeah, and enlightenment yeah. is essentially that. You know, like the yogis say, "Yeah, I left my body." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like really becoming permanent with that sort of enlightened yeah. state, right? Yeah. It's just, or just a like overly romantic, melodramatic way of saying he just died. No, I completely agree. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Well, so in the same way, I'm how gonna... come Bob from accounting died, but Sadajandar G uh, <laughs> left his body? <laughs> that's so true. That's so... <laughs> maybe that's why some cultures create and some people uh, bury. They cremate. So what's the difference? What's like cremate is when you burn the body, right? No, I know, but yeah. what? Um, like, why? Why do they burn the body? I don't know. Actually, maybe I can ask my mother. No. Yeah. Has she been cremated? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But so I actually met a girl that said she was dead to the, dead today. Were you in the cemetery? Um. No. 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 But maybe she was. <laughs> like, wait, wait. She said, "I already died." I was like. She's already, already she was really surprised that I was 30. She's like, uh, you know, are you, how old are you, 20? Are, are you 30? Dog? Well, like, yeah, in dog years. <laughs> dog years. <laughs> Maybe we should do a 30 podcast then. Yeah, well, I mean, numbers are, like, irrelevant anyway. And so is time. And so is time. But you know what's interesting is, like, we always refer it to the afterlife. That's always, like, with some kind of conception that this is, like, the first life, or at but, least not the last life. We always consider this. We always talk about the afterlife. We talk about the middle ground. So much about the before life or the past life, right? You know. But if this was only your your only one go, would you be upset? No. Do you need the comfort of an afterlife to help you? No, I think the afterlife scares me a bit more because it kind of makes you know. And also, it sounds makes me feel like there's consequences to what I'm doing. And also, it sounds like it'd be quite overpopulated. Yeah, like a lot of people have. Yeah, yeah, like a a lot of people have died. Yeah, and if we think like uh, real estate is expensive in London, like, yeah, like the imagine it's going to be up there. It would be, be shocking, right? Yeah, yeah. But then, then the cosmos. I don't know where. Like, I don't know exactly where the sort of you know where we hang, where the public square is. But the cosmos is pretty large. But imagine, I, maybe they would segregate us into like you know. Brown we might have or, a star each. A star know? each. Yeah, we could. Do. That sounds like a lot of management, though. Have you read the Little Prince? Like he's got a plant, and like it seems like a lot of management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all our plants are dead. Here. Yeah, exactly. How, uh, exactly. Don't know. Yeah, oh wait, I so manage a star. but if the plants are dead, have they gone to? Does each plant have its own star in the afterlife? Yeah, maybe. So, so this afterlife concept isn't just for humans; it's also all sentient beings, right? Yeah, because if, if in my past life I was a cough, or in the life before that I was a bug, yeah, like I would have had to access the afterlife to become someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or something else rather. But that's kind of nice. Every time you sneeze, it becomes another being. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you think the afterlife is just full of humans and not like, you know, elephants or giraffes? No, or... so I think we, we just dissolve into an energy. We dissolve into energy? Yeah, yeah. But if you think that so many people have died and dissolved into energy, where does that energy, where, has it all dissipated over the world? Where has the energy gone? Yeah. Because surely at this point in the world, there should be more energy than there was, you know, last week. Yeah, I think... That's true. Maybe we just, I mean, there is this, like, you know, the idea of entropy that we always descend towards this notion of chaos. And maybe that sort of, like, increase in, like, um, kind of 
energy is just like a gravity towards chaos. What we need is that girl that's dead, and we need to ask her. How she died. And what happens in the afterlife? What did she say? Did you ask her that question? Uh, how, how she died? Yeah, or, or what no, happened after she died? No, I just glossed over it. I just said, like, um, what do you have for lunch? <laughs> well, what yeah. does a dead person eat for lunch? Uh, chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich? Yeah, I thought she'd be vegetarian. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you cleaned up your act in the afterlife. <laughs> no? And but also, then, like, generally, like, well, generally you cut down on, like, carbs. In the afterlife? I would have thought so. But then maybe in the afterlife, the gym membership is a lot cheaper. Why? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry, I forgot. There's more people. The gym membership is probably more expensive. Yeah, but there's probably more space. But if you're just a soul, do you need to eat? Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, it's like Casper and the Friendly Ghost. Remember when they just eat the... Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> them, right? It's been a while since I've seen that, actually. But that's, I feel like that's what I've, like, achieved through IBS. Like, <laughs> Everything's just going through you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's But just, then maybe you've already existed they, in I mean, the doctors call it IBS. Like, I call it enlightenment. This is what, like, <laughs> thing. It's just, like, a complete, like, efficient movement of, uh, and metabolism of, um... Of a uh, food source, right? Yeah, so you're at one with the food, right? Yeah, you're at yeah. one with nature because it's like, uh, especially if you just flowing through me. Especially if you pick the food from the forest yourself. Yeah, which, which I do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe not in Knightsbridge, but maybe if we moved to the countryside, maybe. <laughs> maybe we'd pick. That sounds also like a lot of management. It's too much management, too much effort. But I feel like we haven't actually discussed the afterlife. Yeah, yeah, we haven't. We haven't talked about anything. <laughs> like, this podcast is complete nonsense. <laughs> it's been uh, 18 minutes. Of... No, I think we've touched on a couple of things. Nothing to do with the actual afterlife. But Okay, so what, so what is the actual afterlife? What are, we, what are we talking about? I actually have no idea. Do you have any idea? Well, okay, so, so my idea is basically, I think it makes sense... I kind of consider wait, why the does ideas it make sense? of... Why does it make sense? Uh, wait, I'll tell you. So, <laughs> it obviously doesn't make sense, but this exactly. is the thing. Like, if, we're trying, if we're trying at some loose, like, abstract way to kind of like, touch a bit of sense, the only way in which I can get to it is to sort of say that if we take metaphysics as an abstraction of like... Uh, uh, or these kind of like metaphysical ideas as an abstraction of, um, you know, physical and natural... Um, uh, mechanisms that we see playing out in everyday life, the way I see it is that everything is that happens in the physical world in ecology is um, cyclical. Everything moves into each other. So if we take, you know, we pee on the soil, it goes into the soil, yeah, the soil yeah, like, yeah. feeds yeah. the plant, the plants grow, the seeds move, it uh, yeah, pollinates, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah. we eat the things... You know, cow shit everywhere. Yeah, Everything's yeah, yeah. like cyclical and it all so moves if, and transfers. So if we're taking that as like that to be the sort of physical laws of this world, yeah, if we abstract that same cyclicality or that same uh, energetic movement into a metaphysical realm, then it only makes sense that the spirit is also recycled. Um, and so that creates the idea for me that, it, then, that death is not the end, that it gives birth to something else. But does that suggest, if you use that theory, does that suggest an eternal loop where you spirit recycles itself and you live the same life? No, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean it's an eternal, it doesn't mean that you live the same life. 
you just morph into something else. But you're saying then it will always be like... Yeah, it will be cyclical, right? So you would go back into your past life and then into this life and then into your before life rather and then this life and then the afterlife. If we take... If we take... um, we take the ideas in nature it's cyclical not in the sense that it actually returns to what it was like on a everything is always in a state of like movement and evolution and it never it's it's very fluid right yeah it's just that nothing dies it's just that it morphs into something else and even though like what is that the energy this particle of a plant would return to a plant it would return to a different plant yeah that's true so what would you morph into i don't know exactly and it could just be energy or it could just be this moving energy. But the idea is that it doesn't die. And I think if we just if, if we die now, um, but then our is, physical form will degrade. But if that but am I my physical form? Or am I that energy? Yeah, so I'm saying, okay, I guess we have to talk about like if there's a soul. But why right? is it why is it just uh, limited? Because your to, physical energy will um, Yeah, but why is it limited to a soul? Can't it be a soul plus something else? Plus what, what like what do you mean? Like, like a, the mind or yeah maybe soul plus the mind or maybe so I think I mean a lot of yeah. these ideas is the fact that we associate ourselves so much with like a personality and an identity yeah. and the idea that that is whereas you were saying potentially our core we're just we're just our soul right just we're just this energy yeah well we're we are not nothingness though right we are an energy yeah I think we're an energy but I but think do you think you and I have different energies yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah so yeah. my soul but is we're di- part of the same omnipresent eternal energy right we're bound to each other but there's a difference there's still a difference even if you just take your shirt this part of the shirt is different from this part of the shirt even though it's the same shirt no i that's a it's quite a good analogy but also it's nonsense like uh uh if all we are is nothingness and that's going to morph into something else like in the same way that particle of the plant will morph into something else maybe we are all the same yeah, and there is no difference in our nothingness. Yeah, but you can be Maybe all, all the same, um, but different. But there can still be um, uh, a sort of texture and a diversity to the sameness, right? You take a large, no, no, large, but, infinite sheet of cloth. But, but, but if we're nothingness, how do we get that texture? Like, do well, our nothingness actions, is a poetic idea, not do, like a, a complete. For me, it's not a complete emptiness. It's just like a. Do our actions? affect that texture your actions affect that because i don't think because i think your concept suggests that our actions don't affect that texture no so i think i think they can i think the i think there's a interrelational relational um uh effect between mind body and spirit for sure mind body and spirit okay and which one has the biggest uh, effect on it like, I don't know. Like, it, doesn't, it doesn't. I don't know if it's about a quantity, but they're all like in. The, they work in synergy with each other, and sort of. Yeah. You know, you know this from a bit like when you feel yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah everything when, is flowing, right? Yeah, and you're very responsive to other things as well when everything is flowing. But uh, so you believe that we morph, and then, but then you do believe in the notion of the afterlife. Yeah, I think so, but not out of necessity, out of just, out of just uh, like pure rationality. Rather than necessity. Yeah, I think it's like, it's a combination of sort of <coughs> visceral experience that I've had in terms of like spiritual experiences that I've had. Yeah. And then also, yeah, a kind of you know rational yeah. abstract, abstraction of ecology. I mean, for me, if I have any question, um, you ask me any question about 
truth or la 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 or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. I always go to nature or to ecology and see like yeah, what are the processes in ecology and like yeah yeah no that's I no I do like the uh, duplicity in your work. Like, you do have a theory and you do stick to it. Do we? Okay. Oh yeah. Well, I think you do. Until it becomes bullshit in my head. Like I do understand that. Like most of these are grounded in this complete like. <laughs> but that's why I love philosophy. That's why, like, that's why we love this. Is because nobody can tell us we're wrong. Yeah, that's and the whole point of this podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also, we don't need an education to to do this. Like, well, like we don't. We don't have an education. No, no, no. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. Like that would be a waste of time. Exactly. Exactly. But, <laughs> but like, if you if you're yeah. like a, if you're a doctor or something and you're studying, I don't know what, like neonatal neurology, <laughs> then um, nice. then you can't be. You know, you can't just say, yeah. "Well, like whatever." Yeah, that's a brain, and that's not. Um, I'm just guessing. Yeah, you, ha- you have to know. Yeah, it's, Where's it's philosophy? Totally boring, you can just right? like you know, yeah, yeah, throw, yeah. throw your dick at anything. This <laughs> right? is what we do on a daily basis. Yeah, but yeah. because, and that's why it's so amazing because you can just kind of like explore the world. Yeah. And, like you can never really know, but you can really never really know, and that's why it's so unsettling for so many people because you can't subscribe to anything with true knowledge. But then, what's the point of listening to our podcast? Because, like, in that infinite, like, uh, curiosity, like, that sort of, that space of unknowing is this infinite, like, central curiosity. Yeah, but it's, um, a, but it's also, you're, you're going into this podcast knowing that these two won't answer the question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But isn't that, in a sense, more um, gratifying or, like, more, like, uh, it feels kind of, it's more tranquil when you accept that there is no answer. You're never going to get the answer. That's and you not- can just enjoy, like, the taste of the water. Like, yeah, but, but whereas like when you, wait, wait, you listen wait, to we, those TED talks or whatever, and they're no, like, those TED talks "We're going to tell you, we're going to yeah. tell you how to live," and yeah. then at the and end of it, they're money. like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. pot noodles." But maybe we should have listened to a TED cast on TED talk on how to make a podcast. That maybe would have been beneficial. Yeah, I mean, obviously, people are going dis- <laughs> to be disappointed. Uh, no, but we it would be it would be very plebeian of us to try and make everyone happy. That's yeah, yeah. That's or not, anyone happy. Oh, anyone. Yeah. The like, main thing is that we're happy. Right? Yeah, yeah, and that's I mean, how people should live their lives, should they? Yeah, for sure. Isn't that what love is? Yeah, isn't this is what we said about love and dissolving the ego? Yeah, love is being happy. No, love is doing a podcast that that contradicts everything <laughs> we said in the past podcast <laughs> and everything we'll say in the future podcast and everything in the future podcast. But no, but I think genuinely that is to some degree love because what it yeah. is is accepting the total transience of ourselves, and like love is when we access, you know. When we fall in love is when we access that infinite energy around us. And the main quality of the infinite energy, the God, is its impermanence, its constant state of movement. So if we're in a constant contradiction of ourselves and of our thoughts and of the things that we do, then <laughs> we are actually bound to the infinite transience that surrounds us. And hence, we have fallen into the eternal space of love. So for that to make any sense, we need to finish the love podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Which is coming to you next time. Next time. <laughs> in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a life before or in a life after? Maybe in the middle. Or maybe in the middle. Yeah. I like, uh, I like the rod that you just went on there. That was, <laughs> that's where we should end it. Yeah. Complete nonsense. Let's, let's go wash up the dishes. Yeah. Because yeah. if that isn't love... Very liquid. <laughs> Very liquid and washing and up. Is the love. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. No, love, love is happiness. I'm very adamant in that. Love is happiness. Love is happiness. You're overthinking it. <laughs> <laughs>
with your space and your symmetry and your balance. That's not love. Love is happiness. What about love is uh, mini golf? 